Yo, yo, yo. You already know what it is. Welcome everybody back to 99 Raw NXT 2.0. It's a wrap for September 28th, 2021. I'm not really sure how long I'm going to be doing these NXT 2.0 reviews. Um... I, man, they really are going back to OVW days. They're trying to, you feel me, create their own new stars, and I respect that. I really do. You know what I mean? Don't get it twisted. But at the same time, it's like they're pushing, you know, the past members of NXT away, and they're establishing new faces. I get it. I understand it. Um, I'm not going to completely shit on everything that happened tonight, but at the same time, it's just hard to get invested into people that you don't even know, all right? Like 95% of these wrestlers, you feel me, we don't know of, and, you know, we didn't know a lot of them from OVW days, so I'm not trying to come on here and try to uh, go one way and not the other. I'm bringing facts to the table. I'm bringing honesty. And I'm bringing some creativity to it as well. I'm always honest when I talk pro wrestling. It doesn't matter what fucking company it is, man. It really don't matter. I'm going to always bring my opinion to the table. And the truth of the matter is, you guys are either going to like it and understand where I'm coming from. Or you're just going to downright hate it and just not listen to what I have to say. And that's cool with me. It really is. This is pro wrestling. Not everyone is going to agree. Especially in, like I said, pro wrestling is very subjective. And we all have different opinions and we have a different mentality when we talk the world of pro wrestling. NXT tonight, I really wasn't that impressed with what I've seen. That We've seen some decent matches, but... At the same time, it wasn't anything that was going to blow my socks off. NXT 2.0 is very new. Vince McMahon is creating his own superstars. You can kind of tell who he's rocking with and who he ain't rocking with. It's pretty much a, you know, what, what do I like to call it? A trial run with some of these wrestlers right now. And um, you can tell who he likes. You can tell who needs a little bit more seasoning. But at the end of the day, this is a whole new NXT that we all have to get used to. Gone are the days of Triple H and his version of NXT. It is what it is, man. And uh, we just got to live with it. Period. End of story. Now, we kicked off NXT 2.0. We kicked off with Hit Row. Hit Row is one of my favorites. Even before the new makeover of NXT, I've always loved Hit Row. They have that swagger. They have that confidence about them that I have. Not the swagger, but in terms of confidence, 
I had it for sure. And uh, I like the group. I'm a fan of it. We got Legato del Fantasma. I'm a fan of Legato del Fantasma. And uh, like I said, we're going to definitely see a big tag team match uh, take place between both factions coming very soon. So we'll see what's popping with that. But we have the two queens go at it. We had B-Fab go against um, Lectra Lopez. Before I talk about the match, before I talk about the match, check this out. This is just my personal opinion, okay? Electra Lopez is pretty big, man. Kind of chunky. I'm a fan of her, but I've seen people on social media kind of call her out. I'm not trying to call her out, but at the same time, you know, I have my opinions, and whatever I see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of speak on it. I love Electra Lopez. I really do. She's really talented. She's really, you know, she has that superstar feel to her. But she's not that really good in the ring, but she's not, you know, terrible, right? She's not terrible, but she's not that good either. BFAP. She's not good. I'm going to let you know right now. This is just my personal opinion. And I understand that this is a new transition for these women. But those two are really going to be the cornerstones of the women's division in the future. You can already tell. Right? But B-Fab, I, I'm, it was very uncomfortable for me to watch her because it just wasn't that good. She needs a lot of more seasoning. And you can tell that Lopez is a little bit more further ahead than B-Fab. But towards this match, it wasn't really anything special. Both men, I think, have good chemistry. It's just that some of the sequences were very slow. And it was very evident that they were literally going spot to spot. I might be in the minority there. But that's just my opinion. That's how I interpreted this match. Now, we've seen Lopez and B-Fab exchange multiple strikes. Lopez, uh, she attacks B-Fab down and takes her down on the outside and then pushes B-Fab into the steel ringside. We see the heavy shot on B-Fab causes Legado del Fantasma and Hit Row members to start fighting at ringside as then we go to commercial break. We come back from break, and now each member of the Hit Row and Legado del Fantasma are no longer at ringside because they were fighting against each other and going at it. And obviously, the referees came down. They squashed that beef. Uh, they were going to let the women go at it, and uh, they kicked out the members of Hit Row and Legado del Fantasma, which was smart to do. Now, we've seen Lopez begin throwing multiple weapons into the ring, of course, to kind of sell like, oh, this is a this is a hardcore type of match. No rules apply. It is what it is. So we've seen B-Fab hits Lopez with a few Kendall shots, which I love the selling of Lopez with the Kendall shots. thought that was pretty cool. We then see Lopez goes on a wrath and literally takes out B-Fab by hitting her with the crossbody onto a chair. I thought that was pretty impressive by Lopez there. Lopez then pins B-Fab for the victory. 
And um, that's pretty much it. So Electra Lopez defeats BFAB. You can tell who management likes in terms of who they believe is a little bit more further ahead. And it's obvious that Electra Lopez is more further ahead than BFAB. Um, I'm a fan of both women, but right now, Electra Lopez is pretty much, you know, she's more ahead than BFAB. I don't know. Uh, all I'm going to say right now is the match was really boring. It didn't do anything for me. It wasn't trash, but at the same time, it really didn't bring a lot of attention to me as a viewer personally. I'm a big fan of both women. I love both women, and I can't wait to see them both blossom, and I can see this being a future world championship match in the NXT women's division. Next match, we've seen... Sin Quinn versus Oni Lorkin. I mean, this match didn't do nothing. This match felt like it went under five minutes. Why? Why are these matches barely going six minutes, five minutes, even under five minutes? What's the problem? What is the problem? So we've seen Zon Quinn, he hits Oni Lorkin with the big right. Lorkin now hits Quinn with the big chop as he comes back with some offense. Quinn then lifts Lorkin and throws him above his head as he is literally in the air, five feet in the air. Uh, we see Quinn then hit Lorkin with a big lariat, which looked pretty impressive. And then Quinn ends it with, as he hits Lorkin, with a big leaping lariat. Zen Quinn defeats Oni Lorkin. I, like I said, I didn't really care for this, really. Um, that's just it. I'm going to just keep it short and sweet and move on. Keep it pushing. So we've seen Grayson Waller's promo as that airs. I, I don't know. Um, his promo was pretty good. But, man, it really is going. <laughs> you have to. Here's the thing. Check this out. Here's the thing. All right. We as a fan base have to have a lot of patience with these wrestlers. Period. We have to be able to have a lot of patience with them because there are going to be some of these some of these cats that develop, but then there's going to be some that really don't live up to the expectations that management wants them to live up to. Grayson Waller's promo was pretty good. Uh, he looked impressive in the promo. That's pretty much all I got in terms of an opinion there. Nothing really else. Uh, he calls himself the future of NXT. We'll see about that. MSK, a team that I'm a big fan of, big fan of those guys. They come down to the ring for a promo, and uh, they are getting interviewed by Samantha Irvine. Irvine asks MSK what is next for them. Wesley and Nash Carter say they will smoke the competition and continue beating their competition. Grizzled Young Veterans then say that they want a rematch. Grizzled Young Veterans then get interrupted by Carmelo Hayes, the prodigy of NXT. Trust me. Trust me on that. Hayes says that he might use his contract and go for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Briggs and Jensen then come out, and all four teams begin fighting each other after it is all said and done. At the end of the day, MSK stand tall. 
What is up with Carmelo Hayes? He went to the Cruiserweight Champion. He has not mentioned the NXT Champion. If he did, I completely forgot. He's now mentioning the NXT Tag Team Champions. Motherfucker. Pick who you want to go after. Pick what champion you want to go after, bro. Please. I hate when WWE does this. They give a contract to somebody... And then they have them teased which champion they want to ultimately go after. Bruh, just pick a champion. Simple. So we can move on with this. I'm really over it. Now, the NXT Tag Team Division. I, is there a Tag Team Division? You got MSK. You got the Grizzle Young Veterans. Right? I, I don't know who else you really have. I really, really don't. Briggs and Jensen, I don't really... It's hard to get invested in these guys because they're very new. You feel me? So it's very hard for me as a fan to get invested because I don't have a lot to go off of. You know what I mean? And so, right off the bat, I'm saying to myself, fuck, they don't have a lot of teams. And when you look at it, they really don't. All right, you got those two teams, and then you got Imperium. Love Imperium, big fan of Imperium. I think they're going to get called up to the main roster in the draft, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. But the tag team division, it's a little questionable right now. I don't really know what's going on there. Raquel Gonzalez is now being interviewed, but gets rudely interrupted by almost immediately by the beautiful Randy Rose. So Mandy Rose, she says the belt looks good on Raquel, but it will look better on her and the interview abruptly ends so i'm gonna cut out of the bag right now y'all watch nxt if you didn't i'm sorry i'm just gonna come out right now raquel gonzalez won all right i'll talk about that as i get to the main event we've seen the first title match of the night it was for the nxt women's championship match between toxics attraction with mandy rose um, versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Let me go off the bat and tell you right now. Zoe Stark and Io Shirai have absolutely zero chemistry. And I want y'all to know that. They don't work. They don't click. They don't click. You feel me? Um, the last couple months of Io Shirai, I've been very disappointed the draft is coming okay if my girl Io Shirai is not on the main roster after this week I'm going off I'm going off here's why she's done everything that she possibly can in NXT and you gonna keep her why are you gonna keep her She's done everything. It's her time to go up to the main roster. Put her on SmackDown. Now, the reason why I say SmackDown, check this out. Y'all got to understand something. We got a draft coming, all right? And you need to split up, you know, the women's divisions on both brands. They have to be equal, Period. 
All right? So if Io goes to SmackDown, I'm just going to throw this out. Bianca, she needs to go to Monday Night Raw. All right? She needs to go to Monday Night Raw. You cannot have Bianca, Sasha, Bailey, right, and Io Shirai. <laughs> That's not fair. And then you got Carmella and Liv Morgan. That's not fair. Right? And Becky Lynch as well. That's not fair. You can't do that. So if Io Shirai goes up to the main roster, which I hope she does because she's done everything in NXT, she needs to move up. I want to see my girl face, Sasha, Becky, you know what I mean, and others. Dakota Kai. Where's Dakota Kai? I want to see my girl Dakota Kai on the main roster. If she can go to Monday Night Raw, Io Shirai can go to Friday Night SmackDown. Let's get this thing rolling, man. You got to get the women's divisions up to be where they should fucking be. Both women's divisions have promise in terms of the wrestlers that are on the brand. But you know what? They're fucking awful. They're trash. You know why they're trash? Because of management and the way that they book these poor, helpless women. Helpless. And stop with the favoritism. It is what it is, man. It just bugs me. It really does. I'm not saying I would run WWE creatively better than them, but listen, I, I, I would really change some things on the main roster. And I'm thinking about making a podcast talking about how I would change some things. Or you know what? What I'm going to do instead, um, I'm actually going to talk about that on Hot Topics on Thursday. All right? I'm going to bring it up as a discussion, and we're going to be rolling with that. But at the end of the day, I hope Io Shirai goes up to the main roster because she's done everything on NXT. Now, Io Shirai and Gigi Dolan begin the match. Gigi Dolan, I'm a big fan of Gigi Dolan, really am. Uh, she gets a few shots in on Io. Io recovers and then hits Gigi with a few strikes. Gigi tags in JC Jane, which I'm a big fan of. J I mean, she looks good. And in the ring, she's not that bad. She's really not that bad. So, JC Jane... Does not get much offense in on Io Shirai, of course. Io Shirai lays in a few shots on Jane. Io tags in Zoe Stark. I'm not a big fan of Zoe Stark's, man. I'm not. But she's a good wrestler. Zoe Stark's and Jane exchange some big chops. The action continues as it goes back and forth on the outside. And we see both chops on Gigi Dolan. She hits Zoe Stark from the top rope with the big cross body. Pretty good there. My girl Io Shirai then returns the favor when she hits Jane and Dolan with a top flip from the turnbuckle. We come back from commercial with Dolan sending Io Shirai in the middle ropes hard. Now Jane hits Shirai with a running knee kick, which looked really cool. Uh, Io gets away from Jane, and Io gets to Stark for the hot tag. We see the hot tag on Zoe Starks. She hits Jane with the snap near suplex. After the snap snare suplex, we see Starks tags in Eo immediately. And Dolan hits Eo with the impressive German suplex and then does a bridge into a pinning combination. And then Eo Shirai ultimately kicks out. After she kicks out, Starks hits Dolan with the dropkick onto the fall of an apron. Starks gets in the face as of Mandy Rose. Eo Shirai is in the ring alone with JC Jane and it ends by hitting Jane with the onside moonsault for the one two three pretty interesting that jc jane was the one to get the pin and not um dolan maybe they like dolan more than jc jane i don't know but i love all three women i'm a big fan of all three of them 
I think they have really good potential as a trio. And uh, but something I would really love to see. I'm predicting right now, Mandy Rose is going to be NXT Women's Champion really soon. And then JC, JC Jane and uh, Gigi Dolan are going to win the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. It's my prediction. I got a problem now. Why did you make the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships if you do not have enough women? You made a makeshift tag team with Io Shirai and Zoe Starks for no reason. Number one, it was because you don't have a lot of tag teams. Number two, I mean, let's just keep it real, right? Let's keep it pushing. Io Shirai has nothing to do right now. So you got to put her in a tag team with an up-and-coming star that you consider as a quote-unquote big deal in Zoe Starks. That's the truth. You don't like it? Tough shit. It's my opinion. But that's the truth. So, like I said, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark ultimately win, and that's that. We get a Braun Breaker. I still can't believe they call him Braun Breaker. What the fuck happened to Rex Steiner? Rex Steiner sounds... Badass. What the fuck is a brawn breaker? And then I don't even spell breaker correctly. They spell it B-R-E-A-K-K-E-R. What the fuck? Just call him breaker as it's actually spelled. Come on, bro. But he cut a promo and talks about how he wants to go after the NXT champ. Of course you do. Of course you do. You will become the new NXT champion. I'm telling you now. Just watch the show. Watch how they promote Braun Breaker. Watch how they present Braun Breaker. This guy's beating Tommaso Ciampa very soon. and He's going to be the new NXT champion. And I promise you, they're probably going to change the look of that title once Braun Breaker beats Tommaso Ciampa. But he says he wants to go out to the NXT championship. Breaker says he is not an impatient man, and he also says he doesn't want to be friends with Ciampa. Breaker says, quote, you want to make friends? I don't give a shit. Go get the dog. All right. That was pretty cool. Pretty badass promo by Bond Breaker. Uh, my thing is I just don't know the guy. I, I It's really hard to click with him. I think he's pretty boring, but he cut a good promo. There's just something there with Braun Breaker that I'm not invested in. There's something missing with him. I'm not sure what it is. Hopefully, he could find that. But right now, I mean, he's good on the promo. In the ring, he's whatever to me in the ring. He really is. There's something messing with him. I can't click with him, really. So, that's my thoughts on that. If you disagree, that's cool. But it's my opinion. It's my podcast. Simple. So, Tommaso Ciampa appears on a FaceTime video and says, let's not put Braun Breaker into the Hall of Fame yet. They will fight soon. Well, there you go. He's pretty much confirmed. He is facing Braun Breaker very soon. But Breaker needs to be patient because he has been waiting to get Goldie back for a long time. And it's been over 900 days. Good promo by Ciampa. They're really setting up Ciampa and Breaker. Should be interesting. Andre Chase versus Boa. I don't care. 
This match did nothing for me. Nothing. Did this match even happen? So we get another index honeymoon video. Like I said, nothing happened. Like, I don't know why this match was official. We just went right to the next segment. So we get a honeymoon uh, video. Johnny Gargano breaks into their room to ensure that Index has protection. I get you, Johnny. He finds out that they do, but he cannot leave the room. He hides in the closet and is disturbed because he thinks he's hearing them have sex. You know that rumor of Vince McMahon uh, wanting NXT to be risque? Yeah, we're seeing that, literally. So, after that, he leaves the room and Dexter Loomis throws him a thumbs up and shows him that he has protection. Good job, Dexter Loomis. You got protection, man. You don't want to have a kid right now, man. Don't do it. Next match, we see Roderick Strong as Diamond Mine versus Grayson Wheeler. Uh, nothing really here. Roderick Strong wins. Uh, Grayson Wheeler looks impressive. He looks impressive. I'll give him that. But we all knew that Roderick Strong was not losing this match. It is what it is. It's literally my thoughts. LA Knight is getting interviewed and Offsee Jones cuts him off and says he has never seen anyone like him. Andre Chase walks by yelling, that's bullshit. That should have been a disqualification. LA Knight then attacks Odyssey Jones and Knight says they, next week, they will meet. That doesn't make sense, but all right. That's what he said. Uh, By the way, LA Knight needs to go up to the main roster. He doesn't really need NXT. He's already polished. He's already ready to go. He's got to be on the main roster. I hope he gets drafted to either Raw or SmackDown. That's a blue chip guy right there. Management probably doesn't give a fuck, but I do. LA Knight's a blue chip guy. We then get the first lashing out with Lash Legend. I'm going to tell you right now, this was good. This was very good. Lash Legend is cutting a promo about how she had a draft spot in the WNBA. Lash Legend tells Core Jade if she wants a real man, she needs to get a man like Keenum Joy. She then says the Andre Chase is Pee Wee Herman lookalike. I don't know that last comment. It is what it is. But for the, you know, thing we've seen here with her, she could cut a promo. She looks impressive. She acts really like a star. They might have something here with the Lace Legend. The name Lace Legend, not that bad of a name either. Better than fucking Braun Breaker. All right. Next up, we've seen Kyle O'Reilly go one-on-one with Ridge Holland with Pete Dunne. Congratulations to Pete Dunne for signing a new contract and staying with the WWE. Good for him. Uh, this this match really wasn't anything special either. I will say, though, Kyle O'Reilly and Rich Holland have some good chemistry. I will say that. So O'Reilly takes down and has control and then starts going after the arm of Ridge Holland. <sighs> O'Reilly has Holland in a submission hold. Holland uses his strength to lift Kyle O'Reilly and throw him into the turn buckle. Holland then hits O'Reilly with the power bomb. Holland then takes too much time uh, to gain control back and does not go after O'Reilly. He was probably, quote, tired. O'Reilly 
is about to go after Holland for some more. However, Pete Dunne is standing on the apron as a distraction. O'Reilly moves out of the way and Holland hits Dunne on accident. O'Reilly takes advantage and rolls up Holland for the 1-2-3. Post-match, Holland and Dunne begin attacking O'Reilly. Von Wagner. What type of fucking name is that? I still don't understand that. So he makes the save and he and O'Reilly stand tall. I don't really care. I really don't. Pete Dunn. We need to see the Pete Dunn, the fucking bruiser weight. Pete Dunn back in NXT. Get him away from Rich Holland, please. Rich Holland is impressive. Rich Holland's going to be perfectly fine. Why don't you give him a mouthpiece? Give him a manager. But Rich Holland's going to be fine. I want the bruiser weight Pete Dunn back. Main event. NXT Women's Championship, Frankie Monet with Robert Stone and Jesse Kamea versus Raquel Gonzalez. This match is pretty good. This match is pretty good. Both women uh, really click with one another. Obviously, Raquel Gonzalez, it's something about her to me that is just not clicking in my personal opinion. Um, she's still a little green in the ring, but she's getting better, and you can tell she's getting better. They have that confidence in her because... She retained the title here. So, but like I said, me as a fan, I just don't see it with Raquel. Maybe she can grow on me a little bit more. Personally, I thought she was going to lose this title and go up to the main roster. I think she's main roster ready. Uh, but we'll see what happens. So, after the match, we see Toxic Attraction attack Frankie Monet, Jessica Maya, and Robert Stone. When they finish with those three, they turn their attention to Raquel Gonzalez and then attack her. The show goes off the air with Mandy Rose, J.C. Jane, and Gigi Dolan standing tall as Rose is holding the NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez is losing that title to Mandy Rose. I'm telling you right now, okay? Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane are going to be the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions very soon. Mandy Rose is going to be the one to beat Raquel Gonzalez. Period. All right? Stamp it on 99 Raw. Promise you. That's a raw opinion thank you everybody for joining me right here on 99 raw if you guys have not done so already please go follow the podcast on instagram at 99 raw follow me on twitter at jt takeover and i appreciate the continued love and support i really do tomorrow a e w that's what i really want to talk about so we got that we got jungle boy and adam cole baby a story time with adam cole baby can't wait I'm excited. I'm pumped. AEW is killing it. AEW is making me proud to be a wrestling fan, really. WWE on some bullshit. And um, I'm going to be talking about WWE on on Thursday, man. We got a lot of topics. Um, I'm going to pretty much uh, come up with ideas on how I would, you know, improve WWE creatively. We're going to have fun with that. We're going to come up with some topics to talk about as well. So that's going to be on Thursday. And then uh, that's going to be it for the weekend, man. So I will see you guys tomorrow for AEW. This is uh, the Creative King. Like I said, controversial name. I get it. But I'm confident that I have good ideas. That's why I call myself that. If you guys don't like it, that's cool with me. But find anybody more creative than I am. You can't. All right? You don't hear me calling myself number one. I don't need to call myself number one. If you're a king, you're already number one. Y'all know what it is. 
This is 99 Raw. I'll see y'all tomorrow for AEW. I cannot wait. And uh, it's going to be a good show. So I'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night.